0: Well, I think it's safe to say that we are in different times. We're in unprecedented times. We're in weird times. Everything may look the same, but when we really look closer, everything is different. The way we work, the way we communicate, the way we get things done. Our routines are different. Our rituals are different. And that may be leading to us feeling more tired, more stressed out, and more burnt out we may be adding to our stress by continuing to judge ourselves but i want to give you this opportunity today for a little reset for a routine reset this isn't about giving yourself new goals this isn't about giving yourself new expectations this is about acknowledging what used to work in the past what may be working now and combining those efforts to create a new normal a new way of being for you and it's also an opportunity for you to let go of the things that maybe weren't working for you before and you can also let go what's not working for you now so there is a link for a worksheet called the routine reset and I'm gonna walk you through the worksheet and help you along if you have any questions but this is an opportunity for you to get back in the driver's seat to make decisions for you to work on the things that you want to and to let go of the judgment and the expectations and the methods that haven't been working for you. So the first question is to look at a very quantifiable thing. On a scale of one to 10, one low and 10 high, how effective do you think your routine is? So for me, this week I think I'm probably at like a seven or eight. I got up around the same time. I didn't always shower at the same time. I kept my schedule of journaling every morning. I got my daily walks in, I ate dinner sort of around the same time, but I felt relatively energized and effective. If you're not feeling an eight, nine, or 10, let's look at it. What does that number mean to you? If you're currently on a Friday, which it is now as I'm recording this, and you're feeling really tired, how effective do you think your routine has been? This is not judgment. This is a baseline point of where to start from. So on that worksheet, go ahead and circle the number that best represents how effective your routine is on a scale of one to 10. Now, I want you to imagine that that number was two points higher. So if you were starting at a six, that number is now an eight. Imagine that you're there, you're on an eight level routine, or maybe you're at a four going up to a six, what three things would be different? So what would be that end? How would you be feeling? What would be accomplished? So what three things would be different in your routine if you were two points higher and effective? Okay, so spend some time there. You can pause me or you can keep listening and go back to the worksheet. Now I want you to think way back in our memory bank and it feels like a month was maybe three three years ago at this point, every week feels like it's a month. But over the past year or two, what aspects of your routine were most effective so for me having a plan and a structure and things that are reasonable allows me to not just do them but to track how much i do i can also see when i go off my routine what was different that didn't allow me to do it so if you're someone that's really motivated in the morning take note of that If you're someone who hits those siesta hours and needs kind of a break or uh, an espresso or maybe a nap, take note of that. If you're someone who likes to collaborate to feel energized, if you're someone who likes accountability, take note. What were those things a year or two ago that made you feel more effective? What were the things that worked? And next, given the current situation, so where we are right now, How might you adapt or incorporate those aspects into your current life? So if you're someone who likes to collaborate, how can you reach out to people who really fuel you up? How do you find those engines in your life that can help you co-create? Maybe it's setting up a a virtual co-working session. Maybe it's having a daily check-in for five minutes. Maybe it's just texting people. Whatever it is that you need, that you needed a year or two ago, Can be adapted right now into our current situations we may need to use technology we may need to think a little more creatively but i guarantee those core elements of what worked before can work for you now so spend a little time on how you could bring those in now i want you to think about what didn't work in the past did you sign yourself up for diets and workout routines that seemed really great in the first week or even the first month but then by week six or month two, it just was out the window. We tend to overestimate what we can do in the short term, so the day, the week, the month, and underestimate what we can do in the long term. So if we cut off too big of a piece, if our goal is too big, we can get overwhelmed by it. We can get disheartened by it, and we lose our motivation to do it. And then we get disappointed in ourselves, and then we go through that stress cycle again. So if you're someone who, puts pressure on yourself to do something big, what didn't work for you about that? If not having someone to be accountable didn't work, if it was just you setting goals for yourself, maybe that didn't work. If it was loading up your morning when you're a night owl, take note of that and think about those challenges that you had then of what didn't work and how you might address the challenges now. How much of a challenge are they now? So maybe time at home was a challenge. Maybe what didn't work for you is you didn't have enough time with your family. You got time with your family now, so how might you address it? If having structure in the morning, if your commute was a drag, if it was a disruption for you, guess what, we're not commuting now. So if you can think of those obstacles of the past being converted to actual points of structure or points of movement, and maybe even an advantage, how might they work for you? And then the bigger question is, what support do you need in making these changes? So if you think about what was really effective for you in the past, what support made them effective? We talked about accountability. Maybe it's celebration. Maybe it's having consistency and a tracking component to it. Maybe it's having a creative aspect. So whatever the thing is that drives you up the thing that motivates you, the thing that keeps you on track, make a list of the things that you need to support you. They can be resources, they can be people, they can be plans, they can be environments. It can be anything you can think of. So make a list of the things that are necessary to support you on your quest. And then think about who you need to support you in making these changes. So who are the people in your life that keep you on track? that hold you accountable, that allow things to seem easier. Now they're not doing the work for you, but they may be able to to shed some insight, to shed some light on why things haven't worked. So I want you to tap into that, that whole Rolodex of the people in your life that can really show up for you right now. And I bet if you ask them, they may ask you to be a part of their journey. So for me, The people that I need to support me are my partner who I live with. I have coach friends who I check in with once a week and who I share ideas with and who I collaborate with and who I soundboard ideas on. I also have my mom who, you know what, once a week we have our chat and I just download and she downloads and we're able to convert it. So just because we're not face to face with people does not mean that we lack connection. We need to be more deliberate and intentional in the types of connection. We have to give people specific roles in how we want them to show up for us and in turn be willing to accept the role that we show up for them. Now I want you to think about what gets in the way of you making changes. When you think about the life you want to create, the new routine you want to put in place, what are those potential points of friction and hesitation? Now I have a lot of clients who have kids. There's no doubt that homeschooling, in addition to working, in addition to running a household and all of the uncertainty that's floating around is stressful. We have to anticipate that we're going to have disruptions. And this is where R&R comes in. What is reasonable and what is realistic. It used to be about rest and recuperation. We're not necessarily getting that. We have to think about what is our capacity in our current situation what is reasonable for us in being a parent in being a partner in being an employee and how do we communicate that so that we don't overburden ourselves with unrealistic expectations the more honest we can be with other people the more it allows them to communicate so we're not in the story and the stress of it we're coming from a place of honesty and data and facts when we have facts we know what to do with them we can create solutions we can create plans But if all we're doing is reacting from story to story to story, we're just going to have friction and conflict. So we have to look at those points of where can I potentially get knocked off course and how might I express what I need and what others need in order to come up with a we win solution. So I want you to think about six months, a year from now, looking back on this crazy time, on this uncertain time, And I want you to think about how you showed up, how you wanted to show up. What are those descriptors? What are the things that you find most notable, the things you learned about yourself? For me, this time period is about joy. It's about capturing joy, seeing joy, activating joy, sparking joy in others, sparking joy in myself. That's what this whole time period has been about. And that's where my focus is. So I want you to write down those words. It could be one word, it can be many words. And then I want you to build your new routine. So using your new description words, write down an upgraded routine that supports this feeling. So in the morning, I insert the activity, at lunchtime, when I take a break, and at the end of the day. So in the morning, what sparks joy in me is journaling and capturing those moments of gratitude those spots of joy that popped up the day before and even that morning. I start to focus on that vision, that expectation, that intention for myself. I set that framework to start to see through the lens of joy. And then at lunchtime, I get to look back on the day that I've had so far and I get to eat a joyful meal, which seems so weird right now, but you know what? We can do whatever we want (laughs) because this is the time we're in. And when I take a break, I recharge. I notice what I need. Do I need to take a walk? Do I need some water? Do I need a snack? Do I need to just decompress? We are all in emotional work right now, whether we know it or not. We're having different types of conversations with people. The customers we're, we're talking to are under stress. Everyone is impacted right now. So we have to first take care of ourselves and build a routine that allows us to acknowledge what we need and to really honor that. We want to show up as, and how we show up for others. So at the end of the day, what do you do to close it out? How do you celebrate you honoring yourself and honoring those values? So this worksheet is available for download. Feel free to take a look, answer those questions, and if you need to schedule a routine reset, there's a link to do that. It's a complimentary 15-minute session with me to walk you through to see if there's any blocks or any hesitation and to really help to catalyze that positive shift and change within you. I hope you guys stay safe and well in all of these uncertainties and that you make the change that you wanna see in the world. I'm sending you all big virtual hugs and I'm wishing you well. So keep being awesome guys.